T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. The Allegheny Regional Asset District, or RAD as it is called, is really busy right now. A lot of things going on for them. We had a chance to talk to them a couple months back as we were going through exactly some of the uh, accessibility and inclusion grants that they were looking at. And now it turns out that 10 of those projects have received a thumbs up and have basically been given a go-ahead, including a $90,000 grant for Allegheny County Parks to refurbish the Vale of Cashmere Stone Structure at South Park, $75,000 each for none of the new Hazlitt theater to update its accessible ramp entrance to the theater lobby but $75,000 for the Pittsburgh Glass Center to replace its elevator and expand the third floor. There are a number of other things that are a little bit smaller than those particular grants. Botanic Gardens gets thirteen, almost $14,000. Pittsburgh CLO, $35,000 for one sensory-friendly performance of a musical Christmas carol. But there's also a whole lot more going on as it relates to funding for libraries. And we are delighted to have James Santelli joining us on the program again. He is with the Allegheny Regional Asset District in James, it's good to have you back on the program. How you been, my friend? I've been good. Always a pleasure. Happy one four three day to you, Rick. One four three. You know what? You, nothing gets by you, does it? Nothing ever gets <laughs> past you. Hey, so give me the rundown on three point eight million dollars in Pittsburgh area libraries. Now, they, the the terminology is in distressed communities. We're receiving that money for the libraries. How do you go about defining that word distressed? What does that mean? That's a good question. It's actually a phrase that comes from the state, from the Department of Education. And basically, they look to see where libraries are serving communities that are, you know, have a lot of families in poverty, have lower home values, basically communities where the need for a good library is even greater because often they're used as community hubs, as social centers. People go there to work on their resumes or, you know, go and use Wi-Fi, especially students, especially now with remote learning. They may not have steady Wi-Fi at home and have to go to their local library. So that's a term that the state uses, and we were able to adopt it and say, we see that there are inequities, that a lot of times people who live in poorer communities don't have the same level of libraries as maybe in a richer community. And it shouldn't be that way. Public libraries are for everybody. They should have 
good hours everywhere. They should have staffing there available to help people, and they should be accessible to everybody. And that's a lot of what these grants represent uh, for the five libraries that will be receiving them. Historically, the Carnegie family, for instance, was a massive, massive benefactor of funding libraries. And yet now, your organization, RAD, has become the largest single funder of libraries in Allegheny County. Where does the money come from? Because you take a look at the, the amount of money that comes from RAD. I mean, it's a, it's a significant chunk of change. Where does that money come from, James? Yeah, well, first I'll tell you, we are so happy that we have these assets in Pittsburgh and the Pittsburgh area that have been left behind. You know, things like the Carnegie Libraries are historic. They're wonderful institutions. But just in a lot of cases, these were libraries built in the late 1890s, early 1900s that the modern day libraries that they, they need to serve as have kind of outgrown that original space. And so we're happy to provide the sort of funding that can help boost them up in terms of where it comes from comes from the people who pay their sales tax every day on, on things that they're buying in Allegheny County. It's that 1% sales tax that they pay. Half a percent goes to local governments and county governments all over Allegheny County, so everybody gets a little piece of the pie. And the other half is RAD, the regional asset district that goes, most of our support goes to public libraries and public parks, places that are free to access almost every day of the year. And then people also know RAD for helping to fund the zoo, the aviary, FIPS, our local arts and culture destinations, and other facilities. So it's really all of the places that make Allegheny County a great place to live. We like to think RAD has a hand in pretty much all of them. Is there a string attached to any of these grants, meaning can they do whatever they need if Braddock says or or the Carnegie Library of, of Swiss Vale or McKeesport or, or Clareton, if they say this is what we need, do you allow them to make those decisions or do you give them some guidelines and say this is what we would like to see it used for? It's a good question. It's been a real back and forth conversation over pretty much the last year. RAD announced this transformative community library fund last June. And over the past year, it's been, okay, where will this money be best spent? What will have the most impact? What will help transform communities? And so out of those conversations have come the five projects that are getting these first funds from the library fund. And I'll tell you, they will have real impact. We're talking about, in some cases, libraries that simply don't have a wheelchair ramp for people to be able to get inside, in, in the case of the library in Swissville. Or they don't have a meeting space for people to meet in, and people have to be kicked out of the, the children's library in order for there be a, to be a meeting space. That's happening sometimes in the McKeesport Library. So these are really essential things that are not available at these libraries right now that can be. And we're counting on these libraries to be able to put this money into use and be up and running on all of these construction projects by the end of the year if they're not started already. There was an interesting piece in the Post-Gazette here recently talking about some of these grants, and it specifically mentioned, James, that a lot of these buildings are 100-plus years old. You were talking about the Carnegie family in the 1890s. Some of these buildings are almost of that same same group, but it's little things like not having enough electrical outlets. I mean, it's not a matter of having Cat5 wiring through there for Internet, right? It's a matter of how many places do we have plugs that we can plug things in. I mean, can they use that money for infrastructure changes, for air conditioning, or for, for better ventilation inside a building, too? Absolutely. And this is a lot of what, what 
rad is about. A lot of times we're funding the the less sexy kind of projects yeah. like, you know, wiring and AC that might be difficult to get a, a big donor. You can't put a put somebody's name on a on a vent or an AC to do the job. But it is important. We we look particularly at the Carnegie Library of Homestead. Beautiful library, wonderful space, but it's not fully air conditioned. So if you show up in the middle of July and you're looking to do some work in the library or, you know, check out a book or have a meeting, it can be uncomfortable when it's a, it's a 90 degree day in the Mon Valley. So these are the kinds of things that will make a library better for the people who use it every day. It's not just about the bricks and the mortar and the wiring, although it is nice and we want to make sure that these old libraries that were handed down, that they still look nice for their communities, but it's about usability. And these are the kinds of projects that are needed to make sure that they can be used. You talked at the beginning as we're visiting with James Santelli of RAD with Allegheny uh, RAD. James, you talked about how these these are sort of center focal points of individual communities. And I'm not sure that any library is more that way than the Carnegie Library of Homestead, which also can be a gym. It also can be a concert venue. It also is the library, right? I mean, you talk about a multi-purpose facility. They have had just enormous growth. How do you decide, okay, how much money goes to this one as opposed to that one? Because there are needs for so many. There absolutely are. And there are a lot of factors at play. And one of the things that we want to see is that there is that community buy-in. You know, we, we know that it's there. We know that communities are using it. But are the library directors, you know, reaching out to other sources of funding? Are they, you know, finding foundations and other government sources, you know, individual donations where they can? And if we see that that's the case. We know, all right, there, there's both a community need there and there are other groups that recognize that and are willing to fund it. RAD, in a lot of the cases of the five projects through the Transformative Community Library Fund, we're kind of coming in with the last big bunch of funding. Mm-hmm. This is half a million for Homestead, half a million for Clarendon, all the way up to 1.25 million for Braddock, which has been... Uh, fundraising for a huge capital campaign to do a lot more for their library, to essentially double the amount of usable space. And what our our board members do is they have been, you know, in conversations with libraries over years and years, and they, they know where it's most needed. And they're able to have these conversations and pick out the spots and say, yes, this is a number one. But I'll tell you, Rick, we're not done yet. You know, this is the first five grants, the first $3.8 million, but there's more to come. We know that there are other libraries that have needs, that there are other communities that are looking to get more out of their libraries. And so those conversations are going to continue onward um, and making sure that we continue to have this impact. Well, as uh, somebody who has a segment on the program every week called Rick's Reading List, I am fully in support of everything that you are doing, (laughs) everything that you can do to continue to not only push literacy, but also the reliance on libraries and learning and things like that. So thank you very, very much for helping us to understand where this first block, this first wave is going of the $3.8 million from Rad. James, thank you so much. You bet, Rick. Thank you. Yeah, great stuff. From James Santelli joining us here, Allegheny Regional Asset District, talking about big money going to local libraries. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 